Y'all don't understand the struggles of being a black man out here in America and not knowing whether or not you're going to make it home to your churn every night because of the police gunning you down. But don't y'all be out here gunning each other now? Okay, but we ain't talking about that. Hell, don't y'all be rapping about killing each other in music? We ain't talking about that either. We can talk about killing each other in rap music, but we don't like the police killing us. Stay on subject, woman. You brought up your kids. Tyrone, you don't even see your kids. And then, yeah, I be trying to see my kids. You know my baby mamas be tripping because I don't want to be with none of them, so they be holding my kids from me. You know that. Okay, but your baby mama saying you don't give them no child support either. Okay, but I still be going out my way to try to see them. They live five minutes from my house, Tyrone. That is out my way, woman. See, y'all, that's why we don't like y'all black women's mouths. Y'all run y'all mouth too much. Y'all always bringing up stuff that's irrelevant. Well, was you cheating on me, Irrelevant? I only cheated on you 10 times. You act like I do it every day, bruh. See, that's why we date women of other races, man. Hey, Booz, hey. It is Lexus Exodus, leader of the Black Women Exodus. How are y'all doing? And like always, if you enjoy this content, please like and subscribe, please share, please comment in the comment section. Let me know that you're listening. Also, if you enjoy listening to my content on the go, the show is now available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts for audio listeners. Go check out my Patreon community where you can get access to bonus episodes and exclusive content and also a private community of like-minded, divested women. It is linked below. Please also follow me on social media platforms. You can check me out everywhere on all platforms at Lexis Exodus. You can find all of this information in the description below. This is another installment of my series called The Blackest Stand Zoo, where we profile the dusty derelicts, crazy creatures and animals in Blackistan. Tonight, I want to talk about black fishing. Okay, and I want to talk about black fishing women in particular who have utilized the aesthetics of black women and have mimicked how we talk, how we dress, how we do our hair in order to capitalize off of our look and in order to become successful and to establish these massive platforms where they cultivate millions. Okay, so your black fisher, her appearance, she likes to wear spray tanner. She also likes to wear braids, extensions, long nails, long lashes. And again, black fishing is a trend where white women will try really hard to look and act like the stereotype of a black woman. And it's important to emphasize that they imitate the stereotype of us, not your actual average, educated, intelligent, beautiful black woman who is starting businesses at an exponential rate, who is the most educated in the country. No, they mimic the hood, stereotypical caricature idea of the black woman. So they'll use colloquialisms, they'll use black sense, they'll be loud, ghetto, they'll make fools of themselves, and they will imitate our aesthetics and we'll copy our hair, 
Um, we'll see them wear box braids and weaves. They wear the long nails. They'll even go as far as to get cosmetic surgery to modify their appearances, like butt implants, slip injections, things like that, all to recreate the phenotype of a Black woman. And here's where it becomes problematic because imitation is the best form of flattery, but it becomes problematic because society will denigrate Black women for having these attributes, but will glorify these traits on white women. So this Black fishing often results in them profiting immensely and building these massive platforms off of our personas. Okay, so notable Black fishers, Kim Kardashian, Kylie Jenner. And I actually wanted to talk about this topic due to this white girl who is black fishing and has gone insanely viral with her antics. So first, let's watch this dumbass clip that has caused her to go viral. And I'm going to tell y'all right now, the music here is awful. It is absolutely atrocious. I mean, it's like listening to nails on a chalkboard. But if I had to hear it, you do too. So let's watch this and then we will talk through it. I am period. You are period. I am period. You are period. My bag is period. Your bag is period. You all see how stupid this shit is. Do y'all see how stupid this is? Do y'all see how dumb black fishing that Keisha looks? Like literally, the song is two words, period, ah, uh, and she manages to lose rhythm. But this is literally the dumbest effing trend I've ever seen on social media go viral. This is up there with the crate challenge when y'all was stealing crates from Walmart, busting y'all's asses. This is also up there with the for the D challenge where y'all was sounding stupid, rapping about jumping through hoops for peen. But here we literally see Bekisha looking hideous, black fishing. Like I said, being a caricature of how she thinks we act and dress as black women. Because let's not get it twisted. When these girls do this, they copy an exaggerated version and the stereotypical version of what they think black women dress, talk, and act like. So like I said, they know that black women wear lashes, beautiful, lavish lashes. So she puts on these tarantula looking ones. They think all black women wear weaves. So she plops this hideous mop on her head. They know that black women like pretty elaborate nails. So she tries to mimic that too. Finally, they know that we use African-American vernacular and colloquialisms and slang words like period. So she copies that too. And she makes this insanely annoying, insanely cringy, insanely ridiculous clip that has gone insanely viral. And that is partially because Black women don't like to gatekeep. We co-sign antics like this. So now hundreds of Black women, even A-list artists, are making songs responding to this clip, legitimizing this chick, adding verses, and also catapulting this Becky's platform. So y'all, let's watch the response clips. Breathe, Barbie. Period. 
She said, period, I, period, pull. That nigga want me, he don't want you. Get that bread, get that head. You know how we do. Period. Y'all, I am so sorry to subject y'all to that nonsense. Okay, so we just watched rapper Callie, Young Baby Tay, and freaking Chloe Bailey, Beyonce Knowles Carter's prodigy, co-signing this ish by adding their own personal verses to this piece of shit song. Like, how much do it cost for a Chloe Bailey verse, y'all? I'm serious. Has to be hundreds of thousands of dollars. How much does it cost for this amount of promotion? And here we have the successful, talented Black women giving it all away for free. Making this go viral, growing her platform, giving her free marketing. And I can hear some of you guys right now saying that this is harmless. They're just having fun. But here's the thing. Black women have limited resources and limited visibility as is. Okay, so we know we have to work twice as hard to get half as much, especially in this industry. And especially if you are a dark black woman like Baby Tate and Kylie, you're going to have to work 20 times harder to get the accolades and popularity that you deserve. And even then, you still don't get it often. Um, let's stop acting like Normani ain't a true testament of this. She can effing sing, dance, and perform her butt off, but can't pop to save her life. Like, when I look at Normani, that's the closest thing to Beyonce to me personally, how much of a beast she is on stage and how phenomenal of a performer she is. But for whatever reason, she can't pop to save her life. But it's because of stuff like this and the barriers that we face as Black women. We have to scrape and struggle for every inch of visibility that we get. So I don't know why Black women are sharing the platforms we've had to scratch, struggle, and slay for to this Karen for free. Legitimizing this by responding, adding their talents, their skill sets to this shitty-ass white woman song. You're giving this girl popularity and clout for free that you didn't have to put an extreme amount of blood, sweat, and tears into obtaining especially on TikTok. So we've seen this time and time again. So many Black women come up with these brilliant dances and songs and skits and challenges just to get a few hundred thousand views and a few thousand likes, then to have them copied by Becky. And all of a sudden, these chicks got millions of followers, endorsement deals, brand deals, and are millionaires off of your ish. So for Black women to lend their talent skills and their platform so freely with this Bekisha who was simply trolling and who was blackfishing and is mimicking the stereotypes she believes about black women is not the move. Okay. 
And some others might say, leave this white chick alone. Some of them just grow up in the culture. They grow up immersed around black people. That's why they act like that. Let me tell you how I know she's trolling and she's just black fishing. Look at her other videos. Hey guys, I got a package in the mail and I did not order nothing. So you know what that means. If you're new, it means that somebody got me something on my list. Oh my gosh, you guys. This is what I've been wanting. Let me open it, guys. How cute. It's a necklace. How cute. Where did the black scent go, Becky? Where are the extensions go, Becky? Where the lashes, the tarantula lashes go, Becky? Where the period eye foolishness go? This girl is just black fishing. She sounds like a very basic middle America Becky to me in real life. And even if this was her genuine persona, Becky does not need our help, black woman. She does not need us to give her clout. She doesn't need for us to lend these massive platforms that we've had to toil and trouble for to get clout and to get more visibility. She has the world's most powerful men on her side. If she wanted to go viral, she don't need our help to do so. She will be fine. We should not be sharing our talents, skills, and expertise and massive platforms with her so freely. We got a gatekeep. Like someone said on this original video, y'all gonna laugh this girl into millions and then gonna turn around and be looking crazy when she says she got signed by a record label and is now living in Beverly Hills, laughing to the bank, eating caviar and drinking champagne. All off the backs of black women who co-signed this black fishing-ish. And y'all might think I'm reaching, but this has happened time and time again. And I want to illustrate how this happens over and over again and often to you guys tonight. So let's talk about next the massively popular TikToker, Charlie, who stole a dance from a black girl. Now, this chick is worth 70 million damn dollars, y'all. So let's watch this and then we will chat. But a lot of huge TikTokers, including Charlie D'Amelio, used to get in a lot of trouble for hopping on TikTok trends and dances without crediting the original creator of it. One of the TikTok dances that completely blew up all over social media and became a huge trend was the renegade dance, of course. This dance did not only become the biggest trend outside of the TikTok community, but Charlie D'Amelio also took part in the trend and made it go viral real quick on all social media platforms. However, the situation became a huge mess a couple of months after when the original creator of the dance, Jalea, called everyone out for stealing her dance without giving credits. And of course, Charlie D'Amelio was one of the people who got accused of claiming the TikTok dance as her own without crediting Jalea. But Millions of people were doing the renegade challenge, including celebrities like Lizzo and A-Rod. But at the time, no one was crediting the dance's creator, Jalea Harmon, then just 14 years old. The Atlanta-based teen has been dancing since she was three, and it shows. What'd you just do with your foot? Jalea originally posted the dance to Instagram, but it wasn't until someone else did her dance on TikTok that it went viral. What was that like for you? I was really, you know, I was happy that people were doing it, but I was kind of frustrated at the same time because they weren't really giving me 
my credit. If I saw somebody do the dance, I would go on in their comments and say, hey, this is my dance, this is my dance, but nobody would believe me. The Renegade is synonymous with TikTok. I think it is the most viral dance I've ever seen in my career. These are huge endorsement deals on the line, a viral trend or something on TikTok. It can be millions of dollars. Okay. So Charlie was invited to the NBA to teach this dance that this black girl created. Charlie has since garnered a following of 142 million people on TikTok. She's also had brand deals with Hollister and Hulu, y'all. She's even had her own drink sold at freaking Dunkin' Donuts. And you know how I know? I have teenage sisters who asked me to take them to the damn coffee shop to get them. Now she's garnered 70 million effing dollars after just two years all off the back of this teenage black girl who didn't get any of the credit. And meanwhile, we don't even know her name. I had to look it up. It's Jalea Harmon, if you guys want to follow and support her. But see what I mean? So black women love to be all inclusive. We love to be accepting. We love to almost encourage non-black women to participate in our culture. I don't know if we think that it's like a, a pat on the back. Like I said, a lot of people think imitation is the best form of flattery, um, which I guess is fine. But the problem is they have more access than us. And when they appropriate black women's culture, they end up catapulting and they end up light years ahead of us, making millions and becoming moguls off of our likeness. Meanwhile, we get admonished and denigrated for participating in that same culture that's authentically ours. How that song go? It's cool when they do it. It's a problem when I do it. Fuck up. That's how it is. When Black women wear wigs and braids and nails and lashes and twerk and dance and make viral videos to these songs, we are denigrated. We're admonished and made fun of. But when they blackfish and they do the same thing, they turn it into millions. Okay, same thing happened with Bad Baby, the Catch Me Outside girl. So if you don't remember, let's refresh your memory. This is the chick that went on Dr. Phil years ago, blackfishing. She had a black scent. She was performing as a caricature, a black woman. And now a few years later, she's profited millions off of this persona. So let's watch this and then we'll chat. And all these hoes laughing like something funny. Did did you say the 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 hoes are laughing? Yep. So the audience are a bunch of hoes. Yep. Catch me outside. How about that? Huh? Catch me outside. How about that? Do y'all see her? So very ratchet, very ghetto, very trifling. Well, fast forward about a decade later, she's profited millions off of this hood rat ass persona. So let's watch this and then we will chat. The troubled teenager was smart enough to realize that her 15 minutes of fame wouldn't last forever. So she turned all that negative attention into some serious cash. When she was only 15 years old, she signed a $900,000 endorsement deal with Copycat Beauty just to promote their makeup products. She knew sponsorships and brand deals wouldn't bring in the cash. Danielle realized she needed to try her hand at a more long-lasting career. So the viral star took advantage of her newfound fame, and in 2017, she launched her career as a rapper. She rebranded herself as Bad Baby and got signed with Atlantic Records. Her rapid ascent to fame eventually led to a $1 million songwriting slash co-publishing deal with Pulse Music Group in 2019. They managed songwriters like Stara, who co-wrote Camila Cabello's Havana, and Maroon 5's Girls Like You. Danielle realized early on that if she wanted to be recognized,
recognized as a serious rapper, she needed to work hard and surround herself with the best. She worked closely with performers like Lil Yachty and Tyga, and now she's raking in more money than most people will ever make in a lifetime. But the teen rapper doesn't rely on record deals only. She's now making some serious cash through sponsored deals. If a brand wants a 45-second mention in a video, she makes about $50,000, but she swears she only agrees to a branding deal if she gets to be herself, which isn't always easy. Even her co-manager, Adam Kluger, says it's really tough getting through to her sometimes. She may be hard-headed, but undeniably, this girl's got the Midas touch. Her high-bitch music video was viewed over 180 million times, while the video of these has over 86 million views. Bad Baby reportedly charges $30,000 for meet and greets, but her price goes up to $40,000 if she has to travel abroad. Okay, so simply because this little white girl acted like a ratchet-ass hood booger on Dr. Phil, she was able to garner $40,000 brand deals, $40,000 club appearances, million-dollar record deals. She's worked with Lil Yachty and Tyga, and as of today, she's made $50 million on OnlyFans alone. See what I mean? This is why we can't co-sign this blackfishing cultural appropriation. What ghetto-ass hood red-ass black girl with a potty mouth like this? Do y'all know who came up like this? Because I know many in the hood who I grew up with, my cousins and people at school who talk like this and acted like this. We also seen them on TV. We saw them appear on television talk shows like Bad Baby. How many of y'all remember Mari and all of those out of control teens he used to have on his show talking just like this, being reckless? Do y'all remember that crazy black girl, as a matter of fact, who was on Dr. Phil after this talking about she's white? What happened to all them? Did they make millions? No, I imagine that they're probably working at Walmart somewhere right now, working at the Piggly Wiggly, working at Burger King. They certainly didn't earn millions of dollars, not even thousands of dollars off of their ghetto hood personas like this shit did. So this is what I mean about Black women needing to be careful about what we co-sign and about what we promote and what we support. People say we lead the culture. No, we are the culture. We don't just lead it. This is why you see brands like Abercrombie and Fitch talking about it's a hot girl summer. Um, I saw a tweet from SiriusXM talking about pop off. I remember reading how Tyga said he told Kylie verbatim when they were dating, if she wanted to be famous and wanted to be an icon, all she had to do is copy the aesthetic of a black woman. Now look at her. She's an effing billionaire and she's became one utilizing our likeness. So again, we just need to be more mindful and conscious of who we allow in and who we give passes to, especially those who like to blackfish and like to profit off of our aesthetic. Same thing happened with this blackfishing chick, Woe Vicky. And if y'all don't know or don't remember her, this girl is Lily White. She's actually from the suburbs. She comes from a well-to-do family, has a two-parent home, and she went viral a few years back for claiming that she's black. So this is her and her auntie. My mom can tell me you're white, you're white. I never believed her because I knew I was black, but July 19th, I did some history. I went to Ancestry.com, and I found I'm 25% black. This is the lingo. See you later, day day. See y'all niggas at the cookout. And last, I'ma teach y'all how to swim. Right. 
like a real nigga. I gotta tell y'all something. Y'all keep trying to say I'm not black, I'm white. Y'all is racist as how you sit, sit, sit here and tell me what race I am? If I say I'm black, then I'm black. Hey, we black female and popping from Africa. This is my girl. She remember we black too. Hey, okay. Hey, okay. <laughs> we all black. Hey. Okay. Y'all see this mess? So, again, we see this lily white basic Becky sitting here claiming that she's black. So she is mimicking the behaviors and conduct that she assumes black women display. Again, it's a caricature of us. It's how we're stereotyped. And she's looking absolutely foolish, talking about melanin popping. Melanin where? <laughs> You're melanin deficient. She's using the N-word. Also talking about this is how you be a gangster with gold fronts. She sounds like Stuttering Stanley. She sounds like a remedial retard. She sounds like she needs to be riding the short bus. But as a result of these black fishing antics, she's garnered a YouTube platform of over a million followers, an IG following of 3 million followers, and a TikTok following of 8 million. And now she's making bank because of it. How many streams of income do you have? Uh, let me count, y'all. Yeah. Uh, I'm counting the future ones I'm coming out with. Okay. Or oh, should I just name them? I, I got OnlyFans make a lot of money on that. Um, and then I'm about to come out with a skincare line. Um, I'm about to come out, I'm about to do a, a clothing brand collab with Desto. You know who that is? Uh, I feel like a cop syrup. There you go. Yeah, that's my homeboy. And then, um, what else? I do stacks. You don't know what that is. Um, probably not, right? Yeah, you don't know what that is. And then, pay, um, not PayPal, uh, TikTok. I just found out I had $37, $37,000 sent in my TikTok account. I didn't even know, because they pay you off your views. It's like YouTube. I didn't even know. I'm trying to get it out of there, but they're talking about you got to go through PayPal. But, um, you know, PayPal be acting funny with money sometimes, so I don't want to do that. And then, I, you know, um, promos. People pay me for promos. And, oh, and I got, like, my own little... I don't really take it as serious as I should, but I got my own little online store. It's called New 2020 Clothing. And then I also am, I just got into the acting. So I just got my first movie thing. They said in the acting world, you got it's very different, but they say you got to start out small. So I got my first acting gig in New Orleans. They're going to fly me out and stuff and pay me $1,000. But you got to start out small in order to get big in the acting world. And what about music? Is that a stream of income? Oh, yeah, I'm music. I'm sorry, I forgot about that. Anything else we're forgetting about, speaking of forgetting? YouTube. Yeah, that's all I can think of right now. Now, out of all these different streams of income, is there a mainstream? Um, really, OnlyFans. I make a lot of money on there. And no, I don't post naked pictures. What would people find on your OnlyFans? Feet pictures videos of me saying, hey, what's up, y'all, and just selfies and, like, like pictures that, yeah, like, like, pictures of my outfits. What's the biggest OnlyFans check you've seen so far? Like, 300K. In one month? Yeah. No nudity? No. Do y'all hear this mess? 
Y'all heard this mess. So this chick done named off at least 10 or 11 streams of income she's garnered, making tons of money simply off of black fishing, pretending to be a black woman and displaying the antics of your stereotypical hood black girl. She's making so much damn money, she didn't even realize she had $40,000 sitting in her TikTok account. She says she don't even post news. She don't even post news. She posts videos saying, hi, what's up? And made $300,000 in a single month on OnlyFans. What hood girl has been able to do this? Tell me. Please tell me. I don't know about y'all, but I do pretty well for myself. Ain't no way in hell I'm going to have $40,000 sitting somewhere and not be aware of it. This is what I'm talking about, though. So they'll blackfish and mimic the aesthetic of a black woman. They'll wear the lashes, long nails, dress, act like, and use slang to talk like a black woman. Once we do that, we get admonished and denigrated. But when they do it, they make millions, just like, well, Vicky. This is that black fishing ish I'm talking about. And again, black women, we got to be better about gatekeeping. We have to work twice as hard to get half as much. We go through too much toiling and trouble to establish whatever semblance of success that we can garner to be supporting bullcrap like this. Be condoning and giving a pass to bullish like this. We certainly don't need to be giving away our talent, skills, expertise, and our platforms away so freely. We all stop this, Black woman. All right. That's all I got. Until next time. See you guys. Bye. Red iPhone. If you please bring it to the sound stage. Red iPhone, appreciate it.